<laughs> what you do on your own time. I'm coming for you, Barbara. Batgirl number 17 this week on the Dueling Reviews. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen, and that is Matthew, and we are here to take a look at the brand new Batgirl number 17 out this week. We would have had a show uh, yesterday, but we were recording some other podcasts that kind of conflict. But uh, hopefully you uh, ran out and picked up your issue of Batgirl number 17, written by uh, Ray Fox, art by Daniel Sampere, (laughs) uh, inker by uh, Vincente... Somebody or other. Vicente Cifuentes. And blonde <laughs> colors with uh, Dave Sharp on letters. Which and... is weird because she's totally a ginger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the good thing is you don't have to have read Batman 17 to know what's going on in Batgirl number 17. Because uh, Batgirl number 16 ended her uh, part of the death of the family storyline. On a cliffhanger. Yeah, that concluded in Batman 17. So this is the after after effects, the the results, uh, or at least some lingering results of what happened at the end of uh of that event. You can probably find Based that on Batman the cover, 17. I'd say it's less after effects and more Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so we get another return of James Gordon Jr. I thought his name was Tony. Well, way back in the day, his name was Tony at one point. There's a there's a yeah. thing where he was flying off in a balloon. I think that was, a, what, the Black Mirror or something in that arc. But he is James Gordon Jr. And has been since uh, year one that Frank Miller wrote. James Gordon Jr. chases scum. Yeah, oh, so no. here's the, here's the weird thing. And this is one of the things that I... That I hate about uh, the new 52. New 52, come and ride at you. Come and ride at you. <laughs> A little bit of a delay there. Uh, here's the thing. Before New 52 started, there was a really cool arc featuring James Gordon Jr. coming back. It was in the backups of, I think, Detective Comics, where um, they told the story of him being like a psycho killer, qu'est-ce and um, <laughs> and uh, how he came back to to Gotham and was like, "Yeah, I'm okay now, Dad. I'm not going to kill people anymore. I'm taking I'm my drugs. Much better. Now. I'm taking my drugs, and I'm going to go work at Leslie's clinic." But uh, as they investigated further, they found out that he was not taking his medications, but actually reversed the pills so he could be more psychotic and kill even more people. He what? Yeah. He reverse like Mixelpick? Yeah, I guess. Just, you say the name backwards? Yeah, he, uh, ah. he, his uh, drugs were making him more psychotic, and uh, there was a, a bunch of to-dos. But I thought, you know, the the thing where he uh, basically was, was killing people left and right in the, in the um, I think it was in Detective, I thought were really good issues, really good stories. And now that we're in the New 52, all this stuff changes. Yeah, he's not Tony anymore. He's James Gordon Jr. still. And he knows who Batman is. He knows sort of. who Batgirl is, kind of. He He's helped. actually Batgirl's biological sibling. Yeah, yeah. In this one, he is. they are uh, biologicals. Um, he helped the Joker escape from Arkham in, the, uh, in that whole Snyder run about uh, 
that kicked off the new 52. Mm, boy, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently that's what the, uh, the wiki says. Uh, so in this issue, we are dealing with some of those aftermaths. And uh, Barbara, we start the issue off with her tracking down some of the Joker's accomplice, uh, accomplices and sending yeah. a message to her father, simply notif- uh, labeled as a friend, which uh, still kind of implies that the Oracle is still there lurking somewhere. Which is nice. I do like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hopefully we could see more of that. Um, the, what is it, page four? I think it is one, two, three. Yeah, page four. She's out on the streets and she meets this one-legged guy uh, who apparently Ricky. she's, Ricky, she's run into him before. And for those people who picked up uh, last week's Young Romance, know that uh, Barbara as Batgirl and Ricky made out on the streets. Woohoo! The story of Ricky. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Um, well, if, uh, the movie was any indication, he's going to go to prison and then he's going to murder people in hilariously disgusting ways. I don't think Ricky, but also, that. although he's probably, he's probably the new love interest. Oh yeah. Until, uh, James Jr. Goes and uh, kills him. Oh, I don't know if they'll kill him. I mean, you can't keep women in refrigerating everybody. Sure. Even if he is a guy. Yeah, sure. Um, Gordon's wife is in the hospital. Apparently, uh, James had attacked her and was beating mm-hmm. her and um, goes in and Cut makes off some... one of her fingers. Yeah, good Lord. Yeah, there. I mean, that's there what, are some really happens. disturbing connotations. Oh, here. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if the, I don't know if the writers are really taking this into account. They're like, hey, let's make him seem crazy and let's make him do this and make him do that. But, you know, physically setting your mother on fire and maiming your mother, these, I mean, Freud would have a field day with this. Oh, sure. This is psycho looney tooniness. And it's really kind of, it feels over the top. Yeah. To me. Now, granted, uh, the whole death of the family arc just felt an awful lot like, look, look how awful. Look, look how awful. And I'm just like, look, yeah, yeah look how awful you can be. Yeah. And <laughs> I was, to be honest, I was uh, pretty disappointed in the ending of that. I haven't read the ending it's yet, okay. although knowing now that, you know, last issue's cliffhanger leading into another book, and it did not say to be continued in Batman 17. Right. It just said to be continued. Well, but everyone's assuming that you're reading the whole, all the books in the Death of the Family line, including well, Batman. Well, everyone is wrong. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I started what? I got into wherever Death of the Family started with the return um, of the Joker. Whatever that issue was. Death of the Family started with DC going, we need something edgy. Well, I don't remember. It's like Batman 13 or something like that. That was like the last time I read Batman. So it's been a couple of months since I've read any of these books. So, you know, I really don't know how hyped up all the uh, Death of the Family was, considering that, well, spoilers. Nobody really died. Um, Well, they they weren't killing the family. They weren't killing any people. Yeah. They were killing the fa- and the family is the Gordon yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing that we didn't understand is we're thinking, oh no, they're killing someone in Batman. No, mm-hmm. they're killing the Gordon family. Duh. Yeah. Well, that doesn't. Uh, as we see in Batgirl here, they're all still a family except uh, Gordon, uh, the commissioner, has decided that you know what, take down my son at any cost. And the yeah. son is setting and fires. Bob- and he's killing Joker accomplices, and someone's blowing up Joker accomplices. 
And he's keeping mom's severed finger to play with. Oh. Using mom's severed finger to use his smartphone. Yes, which to is use the just... smartphone, which is kind of creepy. <sighs> oh, that's disgusting. That's just disgusting. Especially since, you know, aren't smartphones heat sensitive and a severed no. finger probably is. No, okay. it's capacitive touch, so. Uh, the haptic sensors just irritate me. <laughs> okay. Um, so Barbara is basically finding, trying to figure out who the heck is killing uh, these accomplices of the Joker that she's uh, that the police are rounding up, and we get introduced in this issue, and the the person behind it may not necessarily be James Junior, but it is the Firebug who's blowing people up left and right. Right, Firebug. Now I I know not, he's not Firefly, firebug. not Firefly. Firefly and Firebug are separate guys. Firefly, he's cool. initially wasn't a Firebug. Yeah. Because they already had a Firebug. Right. Firebug was a guy who basically liked to light fires. Now, he didn't look virtually exactly like Heatwave. I was going to say in he his looks, original incarnation. He looks like Man-Thing <laughs> in this with Man the thing. big No, he looks like oxygen he mask. really he reminds me of nothing so much as Heatwave from the pre-Flashpoint uh, DCU. Now, Heatwave looks 52. differently and has different powers. Coming right at you. But that's my thing. If you've created a new universe and said Heatwave doesn't look like Heatwave anymore and Heatwave doesn't act like Heatwave anymore, why in God's name would you make Firebug, a separate character, look and act exactly the way Heatwave used to look and act? New 52... Sound right at you. You tell that frog. He, never mind. <laughs> hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. <laughs> Not uh, that frog. Oh, I thought you. Same company, WB, right? Other. <laughs> I think Firebug was in the initial arc of Gotham. Maybe that was Firefly in Gotham Central. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But basically, Firefly was initially a guy who faked a fire. Mm hmm. And used his abilities. He was like a um, a movie. He was Tom Savini, basically. He was an effects man who used his powers to mug Batman or whatever. And then, after some revamping and some recutting, they're like, "Oh no, no, wait! He's a firebug." Without thinking, hey, there's already a firebug. So I don't know. Either Firebug or Firefly was in Gotham Central. Go back and listen to the Major Spoilers podcast episode. Uh, and you'll hear us talking about fire fly mm -hmm. bug bug fly yeah so uh, fly, here uh, firebug gets the uh, drop on uh, Barbara bad girl bad girl bad bug and uh, unleashes his inferno of flaminess inferno cliffhanger next time I light you on fire now I will say this the Ending the last page, that point blank, you're yeah, looking yeah. down the gun, mm -hmm. and then whoosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is pretty cool. It is. I, I kind of like this. Yeah. And I is. really love the way it cuts immediately to that uh, two-page story about Channel 52. Coming right um, at you. Anyway. <laughs> the, the Channel 52 stuff always kind of just entertains me because, well, <laughs> Vartok's an ambush bug. Come on. Come on. Vartox. How long have they been running this thing? It just started, I think, um, a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Ambush Bug was in the first one, but basically it's the coming it's attractions teasers, of the DC yeah, universe in a, in a little mini story form, yeah, yeah. which honestly I like a hell of a lot better 
than the come and pat us on the back little things where it's like, aren't we awesome? Plus, Vartox is like a fourth uh, generation photocopy of a Sean Connery character. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how will he be in the new 52? Well, I, apparently he'll be a joke character who doesn't appear. Yeah. I think right. his appearance as this meta textual character outside alongside the ambush bug, I yeah. think is intentionally their way of saying you ain't going to see Vartox <laughs> because Vartox has three things we don't he want was, in the new 52. He was good in that appearance. Uh, He's all sexy. He was great in that appearance of Power Girl. Yes, and that appearance in Power Girl retconned nothing about Vartox. I it know. just it was it just made awesome. him awesomer. Yeah. And he's fun, which is why he won't be appearing in the new 52. Do you like a young James, uh, a, a younger Commissioner Gordon in the new 52? I do, in as much as he looks more like Gary Oldman. Yeah. And he feels, you know, he feels like a different character, which is good because if you're revamping somebody, go ahead and vamp them. I don't have a problem with Jim Gordon. What do you figure he is here, 40, 45? Oh, well, it depends on how old Barbara is. Um, well, I figure Barbara is in her early 20s from the way they talk about Yeah, so it. he'd probably be about 45, pushing 50. They said that she was like 17 when she started being Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And five she was Batgirl ago. for a, like a year, five <laughs> yeah. years ago. Right. She's been Batgirl again for, well, I guess our time, a year and a half. Uh, comic book time, that means from Six 7 p.m. Thursday days. to 9.15 a.m. on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It could be anything. I figure that she's about 20. Probably 22-ish. Yeah. If you look More. at Tony, Tony looks to be about 25. Well, now, she Jim. is the older sister. She's older she than he is, yeah. In she this, is? In this universe, yeah. When New did they say 52, that? Come and ride at you. But even in the new 52, you need to tell me something. Come and ride at you. But they, <laughs> you can't just sing a song and make it better. You can't. This isn't. What? You mean you can't create a whole new universe and say it's new kids. We're changing everything. Acha! And make it better. Acha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> well, here's, here That's, are the good things. I don't about know. This and issue. this is the thing. This is really, I don't know. You know, people who've listened to the major spoilers podcast. For a long time, or just like, oh, Stephen, you're such a DC fanboy, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I do like a lot of books from DC. I do like a lot of the characters from DC. I like all of these characters. I like Batgirl. I like Batman. I like Commissioner Gordon. I like Harvey Bullock. But you know what? In the last, I don't know, maybe it's because I've just embraced more of the smaller publishers than the big ones and am experimenting more with Marvel. I just have very little interest in a lot of this stuff coming out of Marvel and DC in what they're doing with the gimmicks and the gags and the let's kill Peter Parker and bring him back the next issue kind of stuff. Um, you are, you are at a point that I like to call cynical old man. Fat, <laughs> Get off no, my lawn, Peterson. No, 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 not your, not in your regular life. You've oh. been a cynical old man since, <laughs> since we I met when you were 17. <laughs> when it comes to, but in your fanboy evolution, you're in disillusionment 2.0. You loved comics, then you were like, oh, well, these are kind of, I don't know if I like that. And then you love them again, and now you're in that second wave of what else is there. Right. Now, I'm, I'm lucky in that my second wave of what else is there happened in 1999, with Astro City and Kurt Busiek mm -hmm. on, on uh, Avengers and a whole lot of really wonderful stuff going on all at once. But my first wave of, oh, my God, this is awful, was around 1987 
after the crisis on Infinite Earths when everything was just kind of like, what? Yeah. How can Hawkman be here when Hawkman is? But, and I think, you know, that's a valid, it's a valid thing. They threw so much new at us and they've been, they've been hitting well, us so see, hard that's over the, the head pro- with that new bat. Yeah, here's the problem. You know, here's the problem bat. what I have specifically with James Gordon Jr. They built up a great psycho killer pre-52. Yes. Batgirl. Um, but in the new 52, it's like, well, we're picking up right where we left off. The only change is Barbara's older than he is and blah, blah, blah. And that's the, I mean, that's the same thing that I said about firebug. Yeah. And and you're right. It is rather kind of give me something new, at least the treatment of the Joker and the more creepiness of the Joker. And, you know, the, um, court of court of owls storyline was really good because it was something different. Something that fit into this idea of the new 52. Here's a new story. Here's something that, you know, we've never heard of these, uh, these owls, the court of owls before. Uh, they've been mm-hmm. lurking in the Gotham underground for years. And that was cool. But now we're just kind of falling back into the same routine. I know DC has this WTF month coming up, at least with their covers. That maybe why the face? Yeah, why the why face? Why the face? Um, so, you know... I guess I'm just, I still have an overall disappointment in, in the new 52. Not that it's terrible, but I just, I really wanted something completely different. And we haven't been given that. Yeah. And this issue has some really fun stuff. I love the fact that the cover is by uh, Juan Jose Rip, mm-hmm. the guy who used to draw Crossed for Avatar. And yeah, he yeah, did yeah. Uh, uh, No Hero and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm just like... Wow, that is a psycho killer. Yeah, it is. That is a woo, freaky, yeah. freaky. That's, and yeah. just the sheer disgust on Batgirl's face. The interiors are also interesting. I like the art. And, I, I do. I like how they're really playing up a lot of the uh, Adam Hughes design of that Batgirl. Um, it, it kind of feels like a Barry Kitson mm-hmm. art to me, especially in some of the facial features and around the eyes. Artistically... It's a it's a stronger issue than I think it is story wise. Uh, Guy Fox has put together what I think is meant to be a transition. Whatever, <laughs> Guy Fox, Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta, Ray Fox. <laughs> this guy has done uh, what what I think was supposed to be a transition into his big arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know that Gail is coming back on the book after is it one issue or two of Ray, Ray Guy Fox? I don't know. She was fired and then put back on and fired again. So maybe right. in that that two days the that they were deciding they put Fox on here. Yes, right. The Fantastic Mister Fox is doing either one or two issues and going back to Gail. So. This, I think, was that first step of this is the arc that I'm going to go and do. That's not, not now not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that next issue gets us some, not necessarily closure. We don't necessarily need to take James Tony Gordon Jr. off the table, but put him someplace that, you know, takes him beyond. <laughs> I killed my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I want I mean I want to see something that is awesome. And I think the real downfall of the new 52 for me has not been are they willing to take risks? Is this going to be different? Is this something where they're willing to go and and even futz with things like I don't know taking Oracle out of her wheelchair making her Batgirl again right. or you know resurrecting characters, redesigning characters. Captain Cold doesn't have a gun anymore. Captain Cold shoots Cold out of his hands, but Really? Okay. Yeah. 
it's not necessarily so much that they're not willing to take risks. It's that once they've taken that risk, once they've gone, this character does something new now, or Alan Fox, Alan Scott, gay. <laughs> I don't know. Alan Scott is gay, or well, Wonder I mean, Woman that was a cool change. I mean, honestly, that is a cool change. Yeah. What have they done with it? I don't they know. Well, they done. They killed his. Uh, they killed his significant other in the second issue. They haven't done things with it, and that's the problem. They're putting a lot of effort into how do we make this wild and different and interesting, or you know, something where people are like, "Oh my god, I need to look into this issue." Yeah. But they're not doing anything in the issues, and that's the downfall of this issue of Batgirl. Looks I, you know, good. I didn't, I didn't hate smooth. Yeah, I, you know, Just, I didn't. I didn't hate the story, to be honest. It wasn't a terrible story. Um, no. It just, but it was very, it was very familiar. It was yeah, very. Yeah. We've seen bits and pieces, pieces hated. Wow, I almost cursed there. We've seen bits and pieces of this story before. The fact that Firebug is a new Firebug stealing the old Fireflies technique, looking like Heat Wave and doing this and that, and just we're we're eighteen months into the DC universe and they've already made their way far enough down the list that we need a new version of the firebug. Well, I don't know what's coming up with WTF month, but it may be a uh, crisis on infinite earths uh, type thing. You think? Yeah. 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 It's way too early for that. It, Hey, there look, are a what, lot of, look what they did in ultimate Spider-Man and compressing 50 years of his history into like five years. But that, uh, that again, that was something that was put together at a time when they were desperate to find something that stuck. Yeah, yeah. The thing that DC needs to do right now is not try and find the next big thing to stick. It's try and regain the trust of the people who are mad that the next big thing isn't what it was, what they hoped it would be. Right, right. You're never gonna, you're never gonna make everybody happy. Well, no, but, you're not. But constantly readjusting and constantly going. Oh, well, maybe over here. Or maybe over here. Or maybe over here. It's just going to make your wife mad. She's going to kick you out of the bed. I mean, uh, it's just going to upset your readers, and then you're going to have to get new readers. Well, I I guess the thing is, and you're right, you're not going to please everyone, which is why DC really, I mean, I thought it's 18 months. I thought they were going to do it at the end of the first year and bring back the, the multiverse proper, and then we were going to start getting some, right now we've got Earth 2 main DCU earth, whatever there probably will be some, we've already seen crossover and that's how we've got uh, world's finest uh, between those mm-hmm. two. But, and unfortunately these two universes, the, the old uh, DC universe and the new 52 aren't far enough different to where you could create stories of Batgirl as Barbara Gordon and label that as, you know, DC earth zero, and then have a whole mm-hmm. series of comics with Batgirl or the bat family that is in, yeah you know, old DC earth, you know, whatever it was, earth prime and feature Cassandra Kane or, uh, whoever else, Stephanie Brown or whoever in that role. I I don't think that they can ever do that now because the two universes aren't far enough apart and they aren't different enough, which is unfortunate. And I don't think they're ever going to No, they probably won't. Because here's the thing about it. When they resurrected Barry Allen, they threw him immediately into a series right. that didn't really predicate him being Barry Allen. Yeah. That Flash book could have been about Wally West. It could have been about Bart Allen. It could have been about Jay Garrick. That Flash book could have been about Jesse Quick. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. 
There was nothing specifically in that book that really made it have to be a resurrected Barry Allen. And that's the problem that DC has is we have that, let's bring Barry Allen back from the dead. Okay, we've done that. Now what? Let's make a huge war in outer space where the Green Lanterns have to go to war with their evil yellow counterparts. Great. Then what? Well, let's add another. Okay, then what? Well, we'll have them all go to war. Well, wait. Okay, then what? Let's do seven colors. Then what? And then they'll all go to (sighs) What are we going to do when they all go to war? Well, at that point, we'll have to come up with a new army. Is that, I have, so that they can all... Yeah, I'm uh, terrible. I just have not called, read DC in four... I, it's been, what, October maybe since I read DC? I'm terrible. I don't know what's going on in any of this stuff. So well, I've, from that, I've from that frame of Batgirl. mind, from that frame of mind, picking up Batgirl and not having read anything since uh, of Batgirl since issue two, I didn't hate this issue. I thought the story was solid. I thought it was a convenient enough jumping on point for me. It's not part of death of the family, so I didn't have to worry about any serious repercussions or knowledge of what went on before to enjoy this book. I'm not crazy about the cover art. I know, and it's probably because of my bias against the the cross series. Um, mm-hmm. The art inside was very nice. Um, you know, I liked putting the the character in jeopardy in the final panel and and uh, not knowing what comes back. It's a solid book. It's a solid story. The art is solid. You know, if I were to say, give it a, a recommendation, I'd say, yeah, it's worth picking up if you're into Batgirl. Um, but I guess for me, just because of my <laughs> second wave of disillusionment, as, as Matthew has, has pointed out, <laughs> um, you know, I think that there's other things that I'm more interested in. And, just to, and so my comic books came in today, the day that we're recording this. These are the books that came in in my physical order today. Batgirl 17, Batman 17, Fatal number 12 from Image Comics, Manhattan Projects number 9 from Image Comics, and then uh, Morning Glories number 24 from Image Comics. Morning Glory. So it used to be I would get about 20 books every week, and now I'm down to five books a week. And of those, the majority are not DC Comics. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there is, there's a weird theory that someone threw out, and I forget who it was. It was probably another one of the comic book websites, that uh, DC is intentionally screwing up the new the, the DC universe or, or screwing up old continuity enough to drive old fans away so that they can attract the new fans and not have to worry about people like you and I who are like, I remember when it was like this and you guys suck now. I'm leaving. Good. We don't want to focus on you. We want to focus on the 12-year-olds who have money. There is no way in hell (laughs) that any company would ever actually do that. You don't think so? They said the same thing about Marvel in 2008. No, I don't think so. I think that's That's what I said. I said it's a crazy rumor. It's a crazy, it's crazy thing that somebody talk. posted. But it, it's you know, bad news, it's bad publicity, and quite frankly, it's the kind of thing that should convince them to drive us all away. Because if that's the kind of thing that we expect, DC should just like send us out and have a battle royale and the biggest nerd standing gets to reboot the universe. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't know where that sentence began. I can I can deal with what, what the changes are. But um, 
these are not the books that I'm rushing to week after week. These are not the books that you're looking for. What is your overall impression? Is this something that you would recommend? Is it a skip? Is it a must buy? It's it's a 2.5. It's a solid yeah. middle of the road book. It's a you love Batgirl, buy it. You're following Batgirl every month, buy it. But otherwise, it's not like a screaming it's you're flipping around the channel at four in the morning. There's a Friends rerun. There's Big Bang Theory on TNT, and there's this. Yeah. It would, it would depend on what episode of Big Bang Theory it is. <laughs> well, I hope it's season one, because anything after that, it's uh, better to go with Batgirl. Um, you are so cynical today. I know. Oh, well, Big Bang Theory is awful. <laughs> oh. I don't like community. Community is awful. Uh, no, I didn't say it was awful. I just said I'm not in the the last couple of episodes before they went on their mondo <laughs> hiatus were not interesting. Right. Were not funny to me, and so I don't care to watch the uh, whatever half season or full season this is. Um, they could have Allison Bree dancing around and throwing things at the camera for half an hour, and I'd probably probably watch. probably. Um, I do love me Allison Bree. She's my Valentine. She tweeted at me, "I'll be your Valentine." Today. Oh, okay. And by at me, she means out into the world. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So it looks like we're both so kind of on the same. I, I know we devolved into a big discussion of the new 52 in general, and we really haven't had a big discussion about new 52. And I think of everybody, we are the two that read most of it. <laughs> I think uh, we read the most of it. Yeah. 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 And, and at major spoilers, not in the universe. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. Spoilers. But a major spoiler. So, you know, I don't have yeah. any problem with uh, Barbara back under the cowl. I really don't. Um, I did like her as an oracle. Um, but, you know, whatever. I'll probably continue to pick this book up on a occasional basis. And I know that freaks my um, my dealer out because they're counting on me buying those physical copies. And I'm like, eh. If it really looks good in the in the uh, previews, I'll order it. But otherwise, if I really want it, there's two things I'll do. I'll go to our Hastings or I'll go to digital. And as I've said before, most of my stuff is switching to digital. So, you know, I hope they're I hope they weren't banking on me to put their third kid through college because uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. So let's look ahead, Matthew. Let's clear our minds, right? <laughs> The future of next oh, week. Baltimore. Oh, Widow and the Tank one shot from uh, Dark Horse Comics. Baltimore is really a good series. Are you I just like that saying one. random words? Am Black I, Beetle number I, two, No Way Out. Am I having an aneurysm? Conan like, the Barbarian. <laughs> He's from the Barbary Coast. Okay, now you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> uh, that's from Dark Horse Comics next week. DC Comics. Oh, now finally, the final uh, Grant Morrison issue of Action Comics number 17 comes out. Uh, oh. in, unless they have a 17.1 or something like that. Justice oh. League 17, Justice League of America number one. This is the one that has the big uh, state flag one on it. Did you guys oh. order a bunch of Kansas state flag issues? Variants? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IDW Publishing. <laughs> Has, uh, what does it have next week? G.I. Joe number one. That's a digital print edition. I don't know what G.I. Joe. Digital Joe? Digital Joe. The more you know. Digital Jericho season four number two. Now, your wife is big into Jericho. Have you been picking those up for her? 
I haven't. She uh, has this thing where you buy a comic and then you don't read it. And then you go, I should get around to reading that. And five years later, you go, I still haven't read that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lock and Key Omega number three comes out next week. Uh, Star Trek ongoing number 18. TMNT ongoing number 19. We could do some 19. Lock and Key. Yeah, that's a really good series. Because I can already tell you what, what the verdict's going to be. <laughs> let's let's do some Lock and Key. I haven't that's really fine. weighed in on Lock and Key in a while. Have you been reading it? Because if not, you need to um, go back in this weekend, go back and, and at least read issues one and two of this series, because what happens in those two issues really are going to, I mean, they do set up this whole final arc of the Lock and Key family with the Lock children. Yeah. So, all right, Lock and sure, Key, number three. what I will do is I will pick them up. I read Lock and Key the same way I weed, same way I weed, the same way I, mother, puss bucket, I read it in the same manner that I... Uh, <laughs> See your Valentine over uh, there cackling at you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> kind of the same way I entertain myself with Crossed, in that every once in a while I'll go back and I'll read a bunch of it all at once. And in the case of Crossed, I'll go... <laughs> Why? Why I'll did I look at that? And I'll go, wow. Wow, that's disturbing too. We may... So yeah, let's do some luck and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. That'll be out next Wednesday. We're not recording any podcast that I know of next Wednesday, and it doesn't look like I am busy next Wednesday. So, ladies and gentlemen, you should have your day of release review, dueling review, of Lock and Key number three by uh, Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez from IDW Publishing. (laughs) And anything else, Matthew, uh, that we need to uh, touch on? Oh, thanks, everyone, who has become a $10 recurring uh, donor. If we can hit our funding goat... Uh, then we will launch a members-only website for those $10 a month recurring donors and have some special stuff behind that wall for them. More news soon. I promise you on that. That uh, spells out a little bit more details. But in the meantime, a $2, a $5, a $10 a month recurring donation sure helps us out. And in the meantime, if you're looking for something else uh, not DC-flavored, why don't you head over to Major Spoilers and read Matthew's review of Uncanny X-Men number one. I see at least two women in that cover, so they can't all be men. Actually, and one of them is wearing, and the one t- of them, and one of them is wearing clothing, so it doesn't really look like they're in cans. Oh God! <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> hey, it could be Why worse. Why do you hate me? What did I ever do to you? You know, Young uh, Justice. Uh, young Justice had a bunch of uh, Valentines in there. Shall I repeat them to you? Um, no. Here, here's the here's the Nightwing one. You've got grace and beauty. Get it? Grace and beauty. Uh, uh, the Robin one. I get a sidekick out of you. Uh, uh, the Shazam. I'm sorry. What is it? Is he Shazam or is he Captain? Oh, he's Shazam. Captain Say the magic Marvel. word and I'm yours. And uh, I can anim- say the magic word, but we'd have an adult podcast. Tag. Animal man, you bring out the animal in me. I still like the Jonah Hex one. I still like the Jonah Hex one. You put a hex on me. <laughs> because you're mine. <laughs> All right, everybody. That wraps it up for this week's uh, issue of Dueling Reviews. Uh, go over to Majorspoilers.com. Use the comment section. Tell us whether you like this or not. Or share your thoughts on Batgirl number 17. Are we way off the mark about Batgirl 17? Are we totally misinterpreting uh, what DC is doing with the new 52? Is it still exciting to you? Is it fascinating? Is it uh, engaging? That's what the comment section is for. All comments, good and bad, about Batgirl 
Majorspoilers.com. And until next week with lock and key number three, I don't know, how do we tag out on this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities. Spoilers is copyright 2013.